Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters, your go-to spiritual development podcast. I'm your host Hannah McIntyre and I am so excited to have you here. Join me and other great guests as we explore what it means to be a medium, the work that we need to do and the questions that we need to ask for our own development and unfoldment. I'm so happy that you're here. Let's begin. Just to let you all know that my book, You Are a Medium, You Just Don't Know It Yet, is available to purchase on Amazon or via my website, www.hannamedium.co.uk. I am incredibly proud to be able to say that it is already an Amazon bestseller and I'm so grateful to all of you for your reviews, comments and feedback. Um, If you haven't already, please do check it out. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters with me, Hannah McIntyre. And we're on episode eight already. And I just wanted to start off by saying thank you all for all your lovely comments and all that lovely feedback everyone's been sending me. I'm really glad that you're enjoying it. So today I thought I would start with a little bit of a chat about different types of readings, what they mean, what they are for, what you what you should be booking if you want a reading so that you have a bit of an understanding. But I also wanted to talk about the different ways that mediums can work so that we can um, again help with your understanding help with that knowledge because i don't think there's a lot of people explaining this kind of thing out there and at this point i just want to give a shout out to um ali alison julie who um was asking this on a live today when i was interviewing one of my team annette and i said don't worry i'm covering it in my podcast so ali as always thank you for your patience so the first thing i'm going to talk about 
is uh, psychic. Now, one of the things that I want to say about all of the information that I'm about to give you is this is my interpretation. I know I'm always saying this to you guys, but I think it's really important to be honest. I by no means am the Bible. I, I'm not, you know, completely factual. I'm still learning. I'm still growing. So I can only talk to you about things as I understand them. So psychic. Psychic is energy reading. So if you were to book a psychic reading, what you would be getting is a medium who looks at your energy and they use that looking to be able to talk to you about what's going on with you. So our energies, I always liken to like a giant vacuum cleaner. So they collect lots of stuff from out there in the world and our interactions with people, but they are also impacted by our emotions greatly, you know, how we are feeling, also impacted by our thoughts and our minds. So there's a lot going on with a psychic reading. And what you are getting when you go for a psychic reading is somebody taking a moment to take a snapshot of your energy to be able to tell you what you need to deal with that's causing blockages in it, to be able to tell you what's coming in, potentials and what that energy feels like, to be able to tell you you know if you're worried too much about somebody else or where your energy is going or where your attention is going you know for example somebody that maybe is overthinking things you might see as a psychic reader a lot of energy around their mind and feel that energy very busy very bubbly lots going on a lack of clarity so when you give them a reading you'll be able to say you're overthinking you're overtired your brain is working too much now you may well have heard me say this before but I'm going to say it again, you know, psychic, well, all readers, we cannot predict the future. We can't. We can tell you potentials. We can tell you possibilities. But the future is not written in stone. And nor should it be. We are on a journey. And that journey also involves our own free will and our own choices and the experiences that come as a result of those choices. So there is, as far as I believe, no medium on earth that can tell you exactly what's going to happen. But what they can do is open you up to potentials and possibilities. For example, uh, one of the things that I get asked a lot about is love. Am I going to meet somebody? Am I going to be on my own forever? And normally um, that's answered by uh, the spirit world, giving them lots of information and advice about what they need to do on their healing journey in order to let go of the energy of the past to be able to be opened up to be loved again. So um, it won't tell, they won't say to you, yes, in August, a tall, dark stranger is going to enter, enter your life and take you overseas and heal all your wounds and love you unconditionally because it doesn't work like that. Everything is a choice. Everything is how our energy responds to the actions that we take and the thoughts that we have. So to me, when you're working psychically, you're not necessarily working with the spirit world. And that's something to be really clear about. You know, a lot of psychic readers, it's them telling you what they can pick up out of your energy. So for example, if I was to draw you an aura graph, it would be what I feel is coming through 
your um, energy, what I am seeing about your energy. And that's always really interesting. You can take it further, which is what I do when I work that way to work with spirit guides and get information from spirit guides. But a psychic reading is not about connecting to spirit. It's about reading the energy. And you can do psychic readings on a variety of things. It doesn't have to be a person. It can be on an animal. It can be on a picture. It can be on a photo. It can be on an object. It can be on a plant. Everything is made of energy. So that's when you get those sort of um, psychometry, which is, you know, the reading of the energy of an object. Um, so that's all coming under psychic there for me. So then you have the guide frequency, which is... Um, where I do the most most of my work, which is connecting to my spirit guides, but also your spirit guides to get information and insight. So when I do a card reading, what I am doing is I'm using the cards as a tool to, to unlock information from the spirit world that you need to hear. And this is the reading that you would go for if you are looking for guidance. Now, like I said, the spirit world won't do it all for you. And if you want a reading where they're going to tell you everything that's going to happen to you for the next year, that doesn't exist. You, you can't get a reading that does that. But if you know that things want to change and you're looking for a bit of clarity about how to do that or how to open up to your potential or what you need to be doing, then you want a card reading. Um, and so for me, I work with spirit guides when I do card readings. And so it's going to that higher power for that information and that advice and that guidance. Now, I will work psychically as part of that. I will read your energy and I will uh, pull cards, but they're more like little uh, keys to then speak to the spirit world about what they want to say about that. Now, um, as I said, I can't tell you every moment of your future existence. You know, it's up to you. It's a bit like, oh, I'm trying to think of a good example here. If, if, if you went for a reading because you wanted to lose weight and the spirit world said to you, you can absolutely lose weight. You just need to be strong. You need to be motivated. You know what you need to do. You just need to do it and love yourself enough to, to not overeat. And then you ignored that and carried on eating however you wanted to. And then in a year came to see me and said, Hannah, you said I could lose weight, but I haven't lost any weight. You can't blame me or the spirit world for that. That was your choice. You know, so often these readings really are, are you going, yeah, I knew that. Yeah, yeah, I knew that. Um, and trust in learning to trust the information you already had. The majority of readings, you might get the odd curveball, but the majority of card readings for me are people sitting there going, yeah, yeah, I knew that. Yeah, yeah, I knew that too. Um, and we just want that little bit of clarity that what we are thinking is correct. We always know. We always know the best things for us. But the spirit world won't say to you things like this time next year, this will happen, this will happen, this will happen. They might say things like, if you do all of the work that we're suggesting, then by this point in your life, things could be different to try and motivate you, but it's up to you whether you actually do the work. And that's something I wanna be really clear on. If you're going for a card reading, you should be expecting to be set homework. Um, the spirit world will not do it for you. They will expect you to have some input.
um, in fact, the majority of the input. They, they do not do it for you, ever. <laughs> and they will let you fall if you choose not to listen to it. That's the other thing as well. They will, they will let you learn if you need to learn. So that's card readings. So we've got psychic readings that are sort of energy readings. They're normally aura graphs, energy readings. Um, sometimes healers use psychic energy, but it's sort of very much a snapshot of what's going on with you at this time. Then you have card readings, which can be psychic or can be working with uh, spirit guides as well to give you insight, advice and information. And then we have the loved one in spirit, evidential mediumship. Now, that is the reading for wanting to know that your loved ones are okay and still with you. But it is not a reading that you would go for if you are looking for guidance. If you are looking for guidance, then you need a card reading or a spirit guide reading or a psychic reading. But if you are looking just for the evidence of the continued existence of the human spirit, if you are looking to hear from your nan, for her to tell you that she loves you, if you are looking to know that your child is safe and okay and loved and looked after, that's the reading for you. So it's not so much about answering questions about whether this this boyfriend is the one or whether you're going to get promoted at work that is not what a clairvoyant connection loved one in spirit reading is about it's about evidence it should be evidential it's about letting you know that they're with you and that evidence might be unexpected it might be personality it might be you know non-tangible non-factual things but it should be evidential you should really feel the presence of your loved one with that uh, medium so that you know that they're with them so that's kind of the difference if that makes sense so if you're looking for guidance if you're looking for advice about what you should be doing then you want a card reading or an energy reading, or if you're already on a spiritual journey and you want some advice about your spirit work, then you want a spiritual assessment or a spiritual appraisal. And then if you want to just hear from your loved ones and know that they're with you and, and have evidence of their, you know, that they are still around, then you want a loved one in spirit, mediumistic experience. I hope that makes sense. It's really, really hard to to explain because, you know, everybody works slightly differently as well. And so there's all these sort of ebbs and flows within it. But that's generally how it works. And one of the things that I'm really passionate about is that everybody understands that which frequency they're working in. So when I teach, if you're doing my starting with spirit course, you'll have heard me banging on about this because. I am um, in the way that spirit do. I went to see a uh, medium locally and I was really excited, really, really excited to see this medium. And I live in a village and everybody in the village knows what I do. Um, you know, I'm called the witch. I'm, I'm the one at the top of the hill that's uh, always doing some weird stuff, sage smoking out the windows and all sorts. And, uh, and so I went to this medium uh, this demonstration in a local pub and I was really really excited and the woman who was working the medium who was working um she was trying so hard she was so earnest and trying so hard but it was just appalling and the reason why it was appalling was because she didn't have any control of where she was working so it was advertised as 
a um, you know love one in spirit clairvoyant demonstration and then what she was doing was sometimes working psychically sometimes working with guides sometimes working with loved ones and it became this kind of strange mishmash readings that didn't really make any sense and it was very confused and I really, really felt for her. And when I sat and meditated on it afterwards and spoke to my guides and asked them for the guidance about why I, why it felt so funny, um, they, they explained to me that she was just sort of here, there and everywhere and sort of grabbing at whatever she could take. And that's why it was a very, it wasn't readings that you could say no to, but they really weren't very specific. And it was really awkward because she came to me and I really didn't want her to because everybody that was there knew that I was a medium. And her evidence to me was um, that I'd been in a car recently. And I remember going like, I must have pulled a bit of a face. And then she took that bit of a face to mean that I hadn't been in a car recently. And actually the face was, well, of course I've been in a car. I live in a village with no transport links. But then she started saying, well, maybe not in a car driving, but maybe a passenger in a car. Do you understand this? Have you been in a car? Now, of course, I said yes to that because I had been in a car, but it wasn't, you know, what I would expect um, my grandfather to come through with uh, from the other side. So, you know, it's really, really important that as a medium, you understand where you're working and what frequency you're in. And it's really, really important as a sitter, someone going for a reading, that you know what you want. Because if you book in for a loved one in spirit reading and what you really want is guidance and advice, then you're going to feel shortchanged. Whereas if you, you know, just want to hear from whoever can come through from the spirit world to show you that they're around, then you will feel happier. And that leads me kind of to another thing that I wanted to talk about today, which is something my spirit. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Guides have been working with me on him as a teacher, which is the triangle of communication. Ba, ba, ba. So... As a practicing medium, we often think about preparing our own energy and um, getting a good, strong connection to the spirit world, being in a high vibrationary place, uh, drinking lots of water, doing lots of healing work, lots of meditation, creating yourself into the blankest slate possible for the spirit world to write upon it. And of course, we've got the spirit world 
another corner of that triangle coming in with their evidence and their information. Now, as I always say to anyone that's booking uh, for a mediumistic loved one in spirit clairvoyant connection, um, we can't guarantee who will come in because as mediums, we are it's a bit like running your own computer program. That's the best way I can phrase it is we're all running a computer program and we're all working on upgrading and updating those computer programs. But when the spirit world come to work with us, they can only work with whatever computer program we're running. And so the spirit world know the best spirits to come through to work with us. The best spirits that will be able to give the evidence that I am able to communicate. And that's really, really important to understand that. And that's also why when you go for a loved one in spirit connection, they might not bring through what you expect them to bring through. Because no matter how hard we try, we are all limited by the programs that we are running. Now, I like to think that every single reading I do upgrades my program ever so slightly. But of course, I'm a work in progress, which means by default, I'm able to understand some bits of evidence that your loved ones can bring and not others. And it's why my heart will forever sink when somebody turns up and says, it's OK, we've got a password. We decided on their deathbed because that is a big ask. And it's a big pressure for that medium to work in to be able to get their brain out the way to be able to surrender enough to receive said password. And you might be laughing about this, but that has happened to me three times now. Um, so <laughs> the important thing as a sitter, as somebody receiving a reading, whether you are working with uh, spirit guides or energy reading or whether you are working with a loved one in spirit is to be open. It's really, really important. It's important you don't feed the medium. No medium wants you to, you know, sometimes people get really excited and they start telling you stories. You give them one bit of evidence and they go, oh yes, this, 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 this. And you know that that spirit was building up to that story and that it would have been an amazing bit of evidence if you could have brought it through. But this person kept telling you stuff and telling you stuff. So there's a fine line. Don't tell your medium too much, but don't sit there like a closed book testing us because you won't get the best reading of your life that way either um, it's important not to feed the medium absolutely but it's also important to be engaging and open and the best readings that I ever do are the ones where they are knowing that I'm having an experience too knowing that we are working together on the same team to make it work rather than sitting there with their arms folded looking down their nose at me with a kind of prove it then energy so, you know, part of what needs to be taken into account when you go for a reading is the energy that you bring. And I do think um, that it's really important to recognize that if you're going for a card reading, for example, if there's specific stuff you want advice on, tell your medium that. Tell them, say, you know, I've got some questions. Will there be a chance for me to ask them? Now, a good medium will tell you that there will be a space for questions. I always say that so that people can relax and enjoy it. But, you know, if it's not covering what you want it to cover, you need to ask. Um, and, you know, you can't just sit there and all quiet and tight lipped and then leave and go, well, I wanted to know about this and she didn't mention that. And I wanted to know about this and she didn't mention that, you know. You've got to help us to help you. 
So there's a fine line, and I hope that makes sense, between feeding the medium, which we don't want, but being open and receptive, which we do want. And it's really, really hard. I mean, when you're working with loved ones in spirit, and you can tell sometimes that people come in and they're not who the person really wants to hear from. And that is kind of par for the course. I mean, generally speaking, 95% of the time, I will get through who the person really wants to hear from. But every now and again, the spirit world will know in their infinite wisdom and understanding that actually this spirit here is the one that should come through for whatever reason. Now, of course, it will be somebody that can be recognized by uh, the recipient. It will be somebody that can be understood. It will be somebody connected to them. It's not just going to be some complete random who they've never met. It can be a relative they've never met, mind you. But it will. there will be a a purpose there and understanding there a reason why that one wants to come through so you know we don't demand from the spirit world and i am not a conjurer so you know we try we open up and we see who the best energy is to come in and sometimes it's a real struggle for people they've really got this idea of who they want to hear from and they're trying to process their disappointment and open up to the evidence that the person who's coming in is bringing and that's always difficult for people um, I did a reading for somebody today and that the first person that came in they didn't really want to hear from um, and so what happened was the spirit world knew that she wasn't going to be receptive to what that spirit wanted to say so they brought in the second link straight away well within a few minutes so that I could work with the second link which was who she wanted to hear from and then they um, allowed me to go back to the first spirit so that the first spirit could say what she wanted to say once uh, the sitter had heard from who she really wanted to hear from you know so again it's that free will and choice you know you have to choose to be open you have to choose to trust you have to choose to be receptive you know we are not here the spirit world are not here to um be commanded and demanded from so it's a very interesting path to take so I hope that will make sense. I can't believe I've been talking about this for 22 minutes, but I really think it's really interesting. You know, I didn't realize until I started working actually how important that third corner of the triangle is, which is you, the sitter. It's the person that's coming for the reading. How important that is for the overall energy of the reading. And sometimes, you know, you have people come for readings and they'll bring their partner along who doesn't believe um, to try and convince him and it just creates this awful energy to work in where you know the poor mediums having to work in an energy of mistrust and you know I'm not really sure about this come on and prove it and you know we've all watched Bake Off here's the best example I can give no one bakes their best cake with everybody watching you know you have to rise through that pressure and yes some amazing things are created but everyone who ever makes anything is going oh it, it was better at practice at home because when you've got somebody with you almost wanting you to fail wanting to be right wanting um to be proved to it's not the best energy to work in so it's always really it's always really interesting so 
whatever reading you go for, you have to come, go with an open heart, not because you're cheating. And I know that cynics listening to this would say, oh, well, that's convenient for you, Hannah, isn't it? I'll just come and tell you everything about my nan and then you can just say yes. Not like that at all, no. But it is about being open and receptive to all types of evidence and information. So my grandfather's the perfect example of this, and I'm always using him, so forgive me if you've heard it before, but he's been in the spirit world for 20 years now. And without meaning to, I think we all have a list of things that we would expect our loved ones in spirit to bring forward. You know, with him, it's Milky Bar chocolate, jelly, digestive biscuits, Frank Sinatra, cups of tea for me. And um, those things never come up. And I've probably said this to you before, but it's the best example I can give. You know, I've been training as a medium for 10 years. I've sat through thousands of demonstrations and never, ever does that stuff come up for me. And that is because there's always other good evidence, but it's just never what you would expect because he's trying to work through the medium and their expectations, their program that they're running as well. And, you know, being a medium is all about surrendering as much as you can and growing the evidence that you're able to receive. So I hope that makes sense. So in a nutshell, she says, after talking for 25 minutes about it, if you're looking for guidance, you want a uh, card reading, an energy reading or a spiritual assessment if you're already on your spiritual journey. If you are looking for evidence of your loved ones and to know that they're okay and know that they're still with you, then you want a loved one in spirit clairvoyant connection. And that is how it works for me. Okay, so I thought I was going to have loads of time today and I didn't realise how long it was going to take me to go through all of that. Um, but, you know, it is really interesting and it is really important. And you can see people often... Um, don't understand what it is that they want. So I tried to explain it on the booking system, but that's the best way of understanding it. Okay. I just want to talk a little bit now about um, the dreaded COVID. Because I keep getting people commenting on my posts on Facebook, saying things to me about, you call yourself a medium, you didn't know coronavirus was coming and I want to tell you that I did. I didn't know it was going to be a virus. I'd love to tell you that I was that good. I'm not that good. But um, we did. We knew that something was coming. We knew that something was changing. I can remember sitting with one of my in-person circles when we could meet in person and talking to them about a big shift of energy and spirit was showing it to me like a giant tidal wave that was about to crash down, crash down on us all. And I was, I remember describing it so clearly, but I didn't realize at that time that it was going to be a virus and that it was gonna have such a dramatic impact on our lives. And those of you that follow um, the energies of the planet and all of that kind of thing will know that we've moved into the age of Aquarius. So it's a new energetic stream that we're all in at the moment. And what I wanted to talk about today, actually, is fear, because I think it's just as bad now as it was at the beginning, and if not worse, because people are, we, we're all like pickled onions, you're welcome, that's the best way I can describe it, and we're all sitting and fermenting 
in a really vinegary energy of fear. Everybody is afraid and upset and disenchanted and worried. And, you know, I think some people now, now we're starting to hopefully come to the end of it, they're, they're afraid of their lives coming back as well as what they've lost. And I just wanted to address that today because so many people that I'm talking to and so much of the collective energy of mankind is at the moment is, you know, not allowing yourself to get caught up in needing to control your future because you're worried about the present. And all of this information that's coming around and this uncertainty, everyone's tired now, they've had enough. And what I wanna to say to you is just be kind to yourself because even if you're not directly impacted, even if you're trying um, to keep your head above water and trying to be positive and trying to you know, let the light in, we are being pickled in everybody else's stuff. And so, you know, it's really important to take time for yourself, to look after yourself, to be loving to yourself so that you can move forward, not weighed down by it, you know? If you deny it and say, don't know what's wrong with me, I know we're gonna be okay, and push forward, then you're not really acknowledging what's going on. So if you're feeling a little bit out of sorts, a little bit wobbly at the moment, I just wanted to say, you're not alone. Um, I've been feeling it. Lots of people I know who I've read for are feeling it. And it's just literally, it's not a personal thing. It's that we're all being pickled. So know that you're being pickled and uh, take some time for yourself. You know, take a walk away from everybody else or turn off the news if you haven't already. I highly recommend that. And just allow yourself um, some time to deal with it because it is very, very difficult time for us all. So make sure that you are being loving. Okay, so I was gonna answer some listener questions today, but um, I haven't got to that stage yet, but I've had a couple of emails. I haven't forgotten you guys. Um, I'm hoping I'll have a bit more time this week, haha, to be able to do uh, a couple more podcasts and bang through some of these questions. And as always, if you've got anything you would like me to cover, please email podcast at hannahmedium.co.uk and I promise I will answer you eventually. It's podcast at hannahmedium.co.uk. Thank you, everybody. Have a lovely day. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, I'm here just to ask you to click that follow button, to share the podcast on your social media and leave a review. These things help me so much with reaching more people, getting better guests, getting more information out there. So anything you can do to help would be gratefully received. And I will catch up with you again soon. Thanks for listening.